This is the Everyday Mind Podcast, the place where we come together to talk about living a life of notice, creating more connected relationships, and ditching the hustle as you establish the life and business you've always wanted. I'm Natalie Roberts, your host and guide, as we journey together exploring the everyday mind. Are you ready? Let's go. Have you ever found yourself questioning your sameness as you describe to yourself or others your hopes, your goals, and dreams? Making jokes about being a dreamer, a starving artist, or a bleeding heart? Staying at a job because that's the responsible thing to do? Today on the podcast, we're going to explore the idea of owning your awesome and creating aligned movement and moving that towards action, which you can consistently take to make money without feeling like you have to subject yourself to the responsible path that you've up until this point taken and created in your mind. Today on the podcast, we answer the question, what do you need to run a profitable business as a creative, a maker, an artist, or an innovator? For those of you who aren't creative at heart or looking to create a business, today's episode is still for you. As I walk through what you need to have a profitable, aligned business as a creative, I will at the core be sharing four essential elements in creating growth and aligned movement in your life. And who doesn't need growth? No one. For those of you who are new here at The Everyday Mind, my name is Naftali Roberts, and I have spent the last 17 years learning the psychology of growth, what movements result in success, and what thoughts, beliefs, and patterns, if left unchecked, always result in lost opportunities, extra stress, and the long-term impact of that stress, and less than connected relationships. Past 17 years of studying and working with humans on their growth journey, coupled with the running of two and a half businesses, share one with the hubs, has allowed me to see what it takes to run an aligned business that allows for creation and makes dumb money. Because who doesn't need some or a lot of that? Those bills don't get paid with passionate action alone. The past few weeks, well, really all the time, I get messages about or see a lot of posts on Facebook questioning if it is possible for creatives, artists, makers, innovators to make a profit without using those quotation marks, selling out, or limiting their creativity, or I've heard this one a lot lately, becoming a shadow artist. The most aggravating thing I see in online forums, networking groups, or in just general conversations within the creative community is this idea that you're going to have to choose between creating and making money. Y'all, you don't have to choose. Today, we're going to chat through five things You have to have or build in yourself to have a profitable creative business or just an aligned life where you're taking on purpose action. So thing number one is you have to have a purpose-driven plan. You have to know your why. Do you want to make money? Do you want to have an impact? Do you want to bring beauty to a specific place? Do you want all of those things? What 
is your purpose, that's important. Because, you know, I talk to some creators and artists, and they do desire to make enough money to pay their bills or enough money to get the items that they need in order to create, but they're really content and thriving in their nine to five job or roles within their life. And so they're really not looking to create a profit and that's not bad. Sometimes folks, you just wanna create and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you wanna make money, then you have to have a plan that allows for that so that you can do the money-making on purpose. A lot of us get into creating or building lives or businesses because we have this dream of having a specific impact in our families or in our communities or within the world. Bringing beauty or innovation is such an impact giver or driver, but you have to know what impact you wanna make. You have to know what that purpose is. Some people, I think, if you're listening a lot to podcasts or whatever, they describe that as knowing your why. And I think that's really important. But I think at the core, you have to understand what your purpose is. So first, you have to have that purpose nailed down. You don't have to keep it the same all the time. As you grow as a creator or an artist or a human, that is going to change. But you have to know what it is today. And then you have to have a plan. You don't have to know the whole plan. We're gonna get into that in a second because that feels overwhelming. I know when my husband and our business partner and I first started his created-based business, one of the things that differentiated that experience from the creative action that he had been taking up until that point was that business was really birthed out of a purpose. For us, my husband's name is Chris and his business name is Pirate Art Department. You can look that up. I'm sure I'll put that in the show notes. But that business really came out of seeing that within his creative world, there were a lot of people that made a practice of treating their staff and their employees, often independent employees, poorly. And that was just kind of taken as the status quo. And so for us, we looked at that and said, we don't want to live in a world where people believe that the choice is between creation and taking care of themselves and taking care of their families in a healthy, like we're talking work-life balance, health, understanding of that realm here and getting paid because I have a whole story about that, which I'm not going to share today, but y'all, it doesn't always happen in the independent contracting world. I know. So we had this vision, a purpose for growing this business. And the purpose was to make money, but more than that, and the thing that has kept that business growing year after year is the understanding of our purpose. And so as a creative or as a human, having a purpose-driven plan is huge because when the days are hard, because they're going to be, we're gonna jump into that in a moment, not all of them, there are going to be hard days, then we're able to say, okay, I know how this fits within the greater purpose. And so that's my why for keeping going when it's hard, or at least evaluating if I wanna keep going. So 
purpose. It's huge. It's important. And I'm going to encourage you to make your purpose have a reason. Creative action is a reason, but just know why it's important to you. Like, do you feel the most you when you're creating? Do you see that that is what you were made for? Like, you were given that dream and that skill for a reason. So, are you going to use it? So, the second thing that you have to have or build, I want to pause here for a quick pro mindset tip. When you are listening to me make this list, do not write all five of these down and say, well, I don't have all five, so I can't start. These are the five things that you need to practice on purpose, building, implementing, working towards. Most of us don't have all of them or any of them when we first start. But when you know what you need, then you can plan for it. So pro tip, don't stop starting just because you don't have all five or any of them. If this is a place that you are feeling stuck, like you're like, I don't have them. Maybe I shouldn't start a creative-based business. Definitely come hang out and continue this conversation in the On Purpose Life and Business Facebook community or send me a message. I'm in all the places. And let's chat, set up a call and chat about where you can start because starting, you can start today. Thing two that you need to have, patience. Having a profitable, creative, and aligned business isn't necessarily hard. Like You don't have to hustle and hurt yourself every single day, but it does take time. Building good and long-standing things takes a little longer than one might expect. I know that every time I've ever started a business, which like I said, two and a half businesses, I always think that I'm going to have a lot shorter runway than I do. And sometimes I start making money sooner. Um, That was true of my therapy business. But other times it takes a little longer. I was doing coaching organically, like I was doing it kind of like on the down low for a while. But once I jumped into it specifically, because I had been doing it kind of on the side, when I started doing it specifically, that runway was a lot longer than I expected. And so having patience for continuing the thing number three that we're coming up on, it's going to be huge. Patience is a day-by-day choice, and it really does pair well with number three. The third thing that you need is committed and consistent action, which kind of aligns with that number one. Those committed, consistent actions are sourcing from your purpose-driven plan and people keeping you accountable. So in this Having a system, and I know that for many of us, this system word feels like a dirty word. It's not. I was there for a long time too. I didn't like schedules or systems or planners or anything 
along those lines because I believed in my mind that they were limiting to me. I believed that I could not enact them effectively and therefore would avoid them. Y'all, it was a lie from the pit of somewhere and it it got in my way a lot. So having a committed and consistent action plan can be just that you are going to show your work and offer it to someone one time a day. It could be that you are going to outreach and build new relationships three times a week. It could be, I mean, there's so many different things. It could be that you are going to spend an hour a day creating or doing something that fills your creative bucket. Those are all actions and they're all actions that lead to profit. So things that do not fall in the committed, consistent action plans is making more to-do lists or reevaluating if your branding is right. Oh, I've gotten lost in the, oh, I need to rebrand cycle. Most of the time, rebranding, ask yourself what you don't want to face because pivoting is great, but that doesn't always mean you have to rebrand. So if you're thinking currently, I need to rebrand my business, I want you to reach out to me either in the Facebook group or on a post or in a message and say, I'm thinking about rebranding and let's look. Does that align with your purpose-driven goals? Does it take you closer to that? Or maybe it's coming out of a belief. Remember, I have spent the last 17 years seeing some of the most creative, amazing individuals come up with the most creative ways to avoid the scary things because they're scary and it makes sense. So we have a purpose-driven plan. Next, we have patience. Third, we have committed and consistent action and people to keep you accountable. So who are these people that are keeping you accountable? These are people that are, one, believers in growth. If you guys remember the episode with Charlena Smith, where she talked about hacking the accountability algorithm, one of the things she said that was super duper important that they found from the science was that the best accountability partners are those people that one are different than you, two have a growth mindset, and three, and I'm not sure if she said this or if I've just said this on the podcast before, they're people such as coaches or mentors that don't get in the thought pool with you. They don't just say, oh yeah, you're right. It's been a hard day. You should have a glass of wine. They don't go, oh, it's fine that you didn't take that creative action today because I know that you had a hard day yesterday. I'm not saying to ignore your feelings and I'm feeling like I'm coming off a little harsh, but I'm not trying to. What I'm saying is that we all need people in our lives that agree to be curious with us so that we don't keep taking the same patterns of not walking towards our purpose-driven goals. This is one of my favorite things in coaching, and it's one of my favorite things I 
do this in multiple different ways with different clients. So there's not just one approach to coaching. I kind of have different levels. So if you are a creative or a maker or an innovator or anyone else kind of in that realm and you're going, okay, I kind of know that I want to build this business. I want to take my business to the next level. I want to stop doing one-for-one services where I am designing and I can't make the profit that I'm looking for in the amount of time that I have, but I don't know how to keep going or I keep getting stuck and I just think maybe it's not possible. Let's chat. I will find time in my schedule for y'all so that we can figure out how you can have someone to keep you accountable and not be swimming around in those beliefs or thoughts or patterns that are keeping you stuck there. So definitely set up a fitting call. If you can't find something in the next couple weeks, send me a direct message and we will figure it out because I don't want you to stay stuck because I want you to know practically without just like the theory, but practically that you can grow a profitable, creative business if you have these these five things. Okay, number five, you need flexibility. So what this means is that you need to have a purpose-driven plan, but you need to have the mental and emotional space and ability to when something doesn't go like you have planned to look at it, sit with your feeling of disappointment, and then make a shift. The most successful, however you define success, I don't get to define that for you, but the most successful creative people, creators, innovators, makers, just all around humans, like I mentioned in the beginning, you don't have to be creative for these things to work. Definitely 100% practice the art of flexibility. So this is a place a lot of people feel stuck. I know for me, I kind of take one of two paths. One is super rigid, planned out. This is the way it's gonna be. I'm gonna hold really tight to this idea. And then when that doesn't work, I stop and give up. Those are the two places I go naturally. And that's where this whole mindfulness journey and living a life of notice really comes into play. And 150% time and time again is the place that my coaching clients find the most growth right away is when they are able to one, set really purpose-driven goals, aligned goals, and then two, they build the mental and emotional space to be flexible. So one of the number one places that I find really has aided my flexibility is practicing everyday mindfulness. So if this is something that you haven't necessarily explored before, or you don't do it, or when you have done it, you're like, ugh, I don't know how this is supposed to work. Where do I start? I have a free download for a three methods guide and I will link that in the show notes. But in that guide, it's just gonna walk you through three different really simple five minute or less mindfulness activities to start building a mind that allows for flexibility. So after this episode is over, I want you to go download that so that 
you can get flexible, flexible. Wow, I am corny today. I'm just going to own it, guys. So number five, the number five thing that you need to have to build and or grow that profitable creative business or just a aligned life is energy checkups and fill-ups. So I'm just gonna cover this briefly because I actually am doing a whole episode on this because I started to break this down. I was like, I can't cover this without making this episode 53 minutes and that's too long. So in its most basic form, a creative energy checkup and fill-up or whatever energy might be lacking, is just when you make a committed plan to check in with yourself, where is my level of creative energy, and how, if it is lower than what it needs to be to effectively create, whether that's creating movement, whether that is creating art, whether that is, it doesn't matter what you're creating, whether it's just creating or, I mean, we're all filled with all sorts of energies. So check where those levels are because it's really hard to move. It's really hard to create if you have no energy, if you don't have that gasoline filled up. And if you're like, ooh, I'm running on a quarter of a tank, then this is where we're going to talk really strategically. I'm going to say next week, don't hold me to that because I have about three ideas going on in my head right now. So it's coming up. I have it partially outlined, but filling up creatively takes you pausing and noticing what really fills you up and how can you build that into your daily life so that when you go to create, there's the energy and you're not kind of having to step really hard on the gas. And I don't know if you guys, when I was younger, in my teen years, you know, that point in your life where you're financially responsible for filling up your gas tank, but you don't quite have the money. Maybe this was just me. So you kind of push the gas filling to the very, very end. So I maybe 5, 10, 20 times um, would like really push it. So I was like, I don't quite have the $20 it takes to fill up this gas tank because apparently I'm old and that's how much a gas tank would fill up for. Wow. But I would push it to the end. And I remember distinctly when you realize maybe you've pushed it a little too long and you're turning the corner and you can see the gas station in the distance. But then the car starts going doo-doo. Do 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 do, and you're like pumping the gas so that you're like, just get me there, just get me there, just get me there. As a coach for creatives, I can say that a lot of you live in that like last bit of feet. I'm horrible with measurements before you get to the gas station when you're running on empty, and that's where you're trying to create, and that's where you're trying to move from. And as much as I almost always would make it to the gas stations, not always, sometimes I was almost there and it just wouldn't happen. I feel like most of you are kind of getting to your gas station, but it's taking you a lot longer because you're having to pump that creative energy out and there's just nothing left in there. So if that's you, I want you 
to notice that that's true and then start, even before I make that episode, looking for ways to build into your life consistently without excuses, filling that tank before you're pumping the creative energy out. So my friends, I am so very excited that you know now how you will have enough to build whatever business or life you really want because you know what you need to have. And those are five areas that you can start to on purpose grow in your life. I would love, love, love to continue this conversation with you. So if that is something that you are interested in and you aren't already a member of our free Facebook community, come on over to the On Purpose Life and Business Facebook community and we can keep chatting. Have a great and on purpose day and talk to y'all soon. Thank you for listening to The Everyday Mind. Here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of the episode you just listened to, head on over to Instagram stories and share there all about why you've been loving the Everyday Mind podcast. Tag me, Naftali V. Roberts, and share so that more people can continue to grow their life of notice so they can build a life and business they've always wanted. If you really love me, please head and leave a rating and review so that more people can continue to hear and get encouraged and the tips and tricks to grow a life of notice and build that business on purpose. Have a great day and I'll talk to you all soon.